Good afternoon. It is a sunny Saturday afternoon, 2 o'clock, September the 1st. Well, thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. My name is Leon Davis, and this is Altitude Adjustment. Um, we are now experiencing a what I consider a tectonic social shift as the Black Lives Matter uh, and the Me Too movement uh, and the LGBTQ movement are fighting for representation of and recognition for the rights of underserved Americans. Now, these groups' struggles have a long history, and not only in American society, but in societies across the globe. Many people on both sides of the issue here in the United States point to different milestones as a way to show we have made progress. But today, I'm going to challenge that assumption. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Alrighty, so many big societal pushes are uh, a result of an incident or a series of incidents that causes a great emotional push for change. Now, the movement gains momentum as people join together and try to uh, implement change. And many times the media will point to an individual or a small group of individuals as the spearhead for this change, uh, making it seem that the nucleus for change is usually centered around a small group. While having a single leader or lead group makes it easier to understand the movement, it does not always fully represent the movement. Now you can take the Me Too movement. It may mean different things to different people uh, and the movement has a general thrust with some specific issues that need that they want to address while some issues aren't um, necessarily completely identified. Now, Me Too becomes more of an um, umbrella movement for social change and it's important to note that um, it is ignited from identifiable injustices but it's not necessarily limited to writing just that injustice. Now, the Me Too movement had a predecessor. It was the women's right to vote. Uh, that movement uh, was more than just the right to vote. Uh, they wanted respect and equal treatment and additional changes in society. Um, and but it wound up that that uh, the right to vote became the, the central issue. Uh, and there were there were other prede uh, I say predecessors to that uh, particular movement. Now, by limiting the scope of the movement to, to just voting rights, they increased the possibility of success by staying focused on a particular goal and being able to um, apply all of the necessary resources in order to try to achieve that and get a large group of people focused on a particular issue, understanding what that issue was, and then executing their um, agenda in order to try to fix that particular wrong. But in doing so, there were a lot of other 
uh, desired changes that went unaddressed you know, by focusing on one particular issue. Now, while um, it was difficult to get that the voting rights passed and there was a lot of angst, um, they had to prepare for a long fight. And, and in, a, in an emotional issue, many times it is difficult to either keep people focused on uh, first getting a large group of people to agree to any one thing is difficult. Uh, as I said, there were there were a lot of people involved in, in the three movements that I mentioned that have different ideas about what should be accomplished and how to go about accomplishing that. And so getting organized and um, making sure that the effort is going to bear some fruit, getting people focused on a particular you know, going down a particular path and making sure that you know what you're trying to accomplish is is difficult in and of itself. Um, and then the, the larger the group, uh, the more difficult, the more challenging it becomes. Uh, if the group is fractured, then that even um, makes it much more difficult. So um, trying to keep people on message, trying to keep people um, you know, focusing on what you're trying to accomplish is an extreme challenge. And right now there's, we have, as I mentioned, we have three uh, particular um, disadvantaged groups that are fighting for um, their place uh, at the table being and being represented and being treated fairly in, in society. Um, for, for it to accomplish more than just the initial, um, um, the initial thrust of the movement, uh, as I said, it's going to require a lot of dedication in it, and the initial um, emotional impetus that helped build the the movement is not going to be enough to sustain it long term. So there has to be um, at least some level of planning and some level of preparation and definitely a, a lot of dedication to achieving that. Um, one of the things that I, I think um, people are aware of is that power really only concedes one issue at a time or as few or as makes as few concessions as possible. And that for is for I think for a couple of reasons. One, um, they're pushing back against the change, which is why it wasn't implemented in the first place. And and by making it difficult, uh, extremely difficult for you to they may let's assume you agree with some of your your points, but by making it difficult, making the fight extremely difficult. Um, it is going to discourage many people because they're going to they're going to fall away because it wasn't easy because other things start to become more important or take place, uh, take precedent. And. Come on. <laughs> come on, lady. All right. <laughs> and other things start to take precedent. <laughs> Um, 
And so, and so maintaining your coalition, maintaining uh, that group then becomes a challenge. Um, also, as I said, um, by, by making the change difficult, um, it makes people not really interested in wanting to continue to fight long term because it takes a lot of resources um, and it takes a lot of effort and to, a lot of dedication. Not to say that people don't have the dedication, but there are a number of other things um, that are tugging at them and that require their attention. And then to try to um, parse that so that they give uh, the necessary attention to all of the things that are, are bugging them. I mean, anyone who's organized a, a large group is going to understand how difficult it is to hold together a coalition of people, especially when everyone has um, probably some different um, ideas about how things should be handled. Uh, and you can see that in um, some current examples or like uh, the USOC. Uh, or, I'm sorry, USA Gymnastics just fired, they just hired a coach, and I, I didn't get a chance to um, go through the whole um, article and, and get all the details, but uh, they hired a coach, uh, and then three days later, uh, they fired the coach because of some issues uh, with uh, inappropriate contact with um litigants in the case but but the idea is is you got uh, different people um have different ideas on how to proceed and in a large organization when you are trying to achieve things you have people who have differing viewpoints and uh, depending on their level of willingness to stay within the bounds of the group is going to be important and um, in many cases you get people that, uh, as you can see that in, in black lives, or you can see that in the LGBTQ movement where people do go rogue. They, I don't want to really call it rogue, but they veer from the group effort, uh, because they don't see the kind of, come on, you got to get down. Sweetie. All right. They don't see the kind of results in a period of time that they would like to. So um, they, they strike out on their own or they may try some, some different tactics, which may not reflect well towards the group. It's going to, it, it may make the group's effort a little more difficult because um, by, by not adhering to or staying with the group. Now the group has to then, um, answer for or or somehow um, mitigate the the damage that may be done by players who uh, don't adhere don't stay within the group. So you got um, you have a a protest coming up and um. The, the idea was to not, um, to, to remain as nonviolent as possible, to try to um, 
make sure that the message becomes the issue and not the individuals. And then you have someone in the group or uh, a few people in the group that have decided they're going to create a ruckus, maybe get arrested. Uh, It may be that the group has decided that they're going there to get arrested. And that's one thing. Um, But if the group has decided they're going to uh, there to protest, make sure that their message is heard. uh, And in that particular instance, they're not attempting to get arrested. And yet someone has decided, well, I'm going to get arrested for this, you know, during this. So it, it then becomes a distraction. The message doesn't get heard. It makes the, the struggle uh, drag on a little more because now um, the organization or the group has to uh, answer to or try to mitigate any percept perceived damage that the outliers have caused. Um, so organizing a, a large group and, and getting people um, all rowing in the same direction is an extremely difficult process. Um, and so, and so I um, know that um, there is that, that need to, um, so if you're, if you're pushing for a long-term fight, and you're trying to get more than one issue addressed. Um, the longer that that goes on, the more distractions that you're going to have, the more uh, you're going to have people break away, maybe not be as happy with the results as they come through. But um, so that becomes a difficult thing to manage. So sometimes a group may wind up only being able to address one of the many issues that they have and because um, there may be personality issues or whatever um, they don't fully outline all of the grievances that they have or maybe they feel like if we approach one issue we can get that done Um, and, and I'm saying that because it goes to my argument that uh, that sometimes we may confuse um, some of the milestones that occur with progress. Now, um, so I uh, having a central organizer um, allows for a consistent theme through the efforts of the organization. Um, because the more, um, if anyone was worked in a group, you know, the more leaders that you have in the group, um, the more likely you are to stray from a particular design topic. Because as I said, people, want things differently than you want things and they don't agree with you on this and they may be willing to um, protest in this place and not protest in that place or if they protest in that place they want to do it this way and so the more chiefs that you have uh, the the more effort it takes in order to get people to line up Um, because the whole idea behind the group is uh, the more uh, people that you have to support the, the, 
the idea of the group, um, the more consistent you can stay with your message and the more likelihood you are of success. Um, so, um, a lot of, so there's a lot of iterations of the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement, the LGBTQ movement, and because they all had predecessors, they all had other movements before them that were attempting to um, do things to make the lives uh, of um, marginalized citizens and uh, overlooked minorities in the society make their lives better, make, make give them the same footing as the majority, um, which is, you know, which they're being ignored. And <clears throat> the challenge of maintaining um, the focus of a large group may make achieving more than one objective uh, I'm um, not something that they want to try to do. So they might want to try to achieve one objective at a time. Now, by doing that, so let's take the Voting Rights Act. Um, there were other atrocities that both men, or that both women and minorities faced um, that needed to be addressed. But so the, the Voting Rights Act was was passed. Um, and so people look back and say, you know, we've made progress. Um, but progress, I don't think so. So those things were accomplished. There were other issues that needed to be addressed. They didn't get addressed. So what happens is, as I said, power concedes one issue at a time or as few issues as possible. So people were appeased. So the initial emotional thrust of the movement waned. The effort was not sustained. And so those issues, the other issues that did not get addressed are still out there lingering. They're still out there um, looking for the support, looking for the effort to bring those to fruit so that those marginalized groups are at least getting, have the opportunity to experience society as every, as the, the majority group experiences society. What happened in, let's just say the uh, civil rights or, or the voting legislations, uh, voting acts is that they, the, the groups got the right to vote, but they didn't get any assurances that those were going to be permanent. Nobody thought at the time, I'm guessing not too many people thought at the time that there would be an attempt to repeal those rights, to um, somehow reverse. I mean, nobody thought that, you know, of the gerrymandering and um, 
uh, all of the, the tactics used to keep people from voting ID voter ID laws and, and not making it easy to uh, register to vote that, that those kinds of things would happen. And yet we are back here. Now we are back after, after years of the fight for getting those rights. Now the fight has to be reinitiated to ensure that, that those rights are retained. Uh, because there have been moves, there have been actual steps used to um, repeal some of those rights, to to deny some of those people the, the right to continue to vote. Um, so, so for me, I don't see that as change. I don't see, while you can point to the milestone that that voting was granted for women. Uh, it was recognized. I don't want to say granted. I want to say recognized. The voting rights of women were recognized. The voting rights of um, African Americans was recognized. But they're still having to fight just for what I would consider some basic rights of an individual. And while some will want to point to that, that the fact that we passed that voting right legislation as progress, I don't see that as progress. I believe that um, if you concede, let's say you uh, on the voting rights, you can see to give them the voting right. And and then you water down that effort. The fact that, that they won the right to vote is actually mitigated by your be, the behavior to um, water down or dilute that right that was given to them. And while, as I said, some people believe that that is progress, I don't see it as progress. Um, stemming when when emotion is the driving force, when when emotion is what powers the engine. Emotion changes. So the support behind the initiative is going to suffer as emotion changes. The reason for the need to make the change does not disappear. It does not go away. It does not change. It still requires the attention and it's probably it's getting less support and what will eventually happen is you still have to address those issues down the road you still have to address those issues at some point um so 
So while while I uh, some people see women gaining the right to vote, um, I recognize that um, we, women are still fighting for you know basic rights as to be able to determine their own health care needs. Um, that that they have to actually stand up and say, um, while your, while men's um, health issues are addressed in insurance and and in health institutions as um, necessary, and then they women's issues are pushed to elective that that's something that is not seen on the same level. It's not seen in the same way. So I, I, I don't see that as progress. I, it, we can continue to go a step at a time. We can continue to um, address one issue, resolve that one issue, wait 20 years and deal with the next issue. Or we need to have people focus on the broader idea that in your lifetime, the things that should be, could be, rather than getting hyped up and having one protest about one issue. Make sure that you understand what the, the fight is about, what the movement should be on all levels to everyone involved and be willing to devote the rest of what time you have available to making sure that those issues are addressed so that it's not pushed down the road for 20 years, that you're not given an, um, a bandaid or um, uh, something to just appease the, the, the desire to be accepted properly, to be recognized um, as a part of society. Um, I, I just think that, that far too often um, uh, people don't see the long-term value in sticking out the fight and, and allowing um, some pushback or some difficulties and or maybe the fact that it's not they don't see it in the paper every day. Um, so a lot of times uh, if you are interested in a movement, you have to get involved. You have to um, make sure that you look for, is someone doing something about this? And not wait for someone else to address that for you. If you, we as citizens all have a responsibility to 
create a better society, not just for ourselves, not just for our kids, but for our neighbor's children, for everyone that is um, a member of our society that interacts with us on a daily basis. Um, a sense of community is important in our politics, in um, our social um, behavior so that so that we're doing the right thing for as many people as possible um, on a on a large scale so so getting involved um, making sure that um, so one of the things uh, I did mention is that When when one single person leads and leads a group or a small number of people lead the group, um, if they, for some reason, get sidetracked or for some reason are not able to continue in in that um, capacity, it could slow the necessary change. Um, but if the goals are defined and presented, then anyone can pick up that movement and pick up um, on that movement and try to help facilitate that change. And I think uh, we do a lot of that, uh, but I want to encourage people to Make sure that you are um, doing your best to contribute. And, um, I, and I realize there's that everyday life, but keep in mind that if you, if you drop all of the things that you need to help for tomorrow because of today, then tomorrow would not be any better. Um, you have to um, find a way to share the, the 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 need for solving problems today, and making sure that you're solving problems for the future, so that you don't always have to continue to deal with the same problem today. I want to thank you very much for uh, taking this time to listen to me this afternoon. Um. See. This is going to conclude uh, today's episode. Now, the video podcast is available on YouTube. Uh, all you need to do is do a YouTube search for Lions Den STL. The audio podcast is available on Stitcher.com, Podcast.com, the iTunes Store, the Google Music Play Store, and Anchor.fm slash Altitude Dash Adjustment Two. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you go to that that uh, podcast that you have an opportunity to help support this podcast, and uh, hopefully you will consider that. Another way to help support the podcast is likes, shares, and comments. Make sure you like, share, and comment this episode where you find it, because it does matter. Always, 
Be cool, be calm, but above all, be careful. Look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you. <laughs>